welcome to episode number 175 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. We are recording on August the 28th, 2022. My name is Eric, host of the show, based in Southern Ontario, hunter, target shooter, ham radio operator, and of course, computer geek. Uh, as a first responder, I witnessed an over-reliance on emergency services and started a small preparedness company to help people get better prepared for at least 72 hours, if not longer. And I'm Jeff. I am based in Central Ontario. I am a target shooter, ham radio operator, general overall handyman, and weather nerd. Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm in Eastern Ontario. Usually, right now, I'm podcasting from Lewisport, Nova Scotia. I consider myself, uh, sorry, Newfoundland. My mom just hopped in here, yes. Lewisport, Newfoundland. Uh, I consider myself a part-time amateur prepper since Ice Stormer 98, constantly trying to better myself. I'm Greg. I'm in Southeast Georgia, former infantryman, avid prepper, and whiskey enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you want to help support and the I'm show, Alan, I'm Cape- late. Oh, I forgot Alan's here. You were, I took you out of the notes. <laughs> I noticed that. Thanks for showing up, Alan. <laughs> Thanks for showing just, up, Alan. Just, just for, just for the, the nerdiest thing I'm ever going to say, yep. 175 of something is the demi semi septicentennial. I don't even know what that means. No idea. It means, <laughs> it, means, it, means, it means half of the half of seven. That is Why do you nerdy. know that? And that's important. Yeah. <laughs> we were coming on the air. I'm, I'm a little concerned about the carbon monoxide levels at your location, Ellen. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> right. If you want to help support the show, then keep uh, the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air. You can buy some swag. We've got the uh, Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and the tactical Velcro patch available at prepperpodcast.ca. Uh, all the proceeds help keep the lights on and the backup generator fueled. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes and like us on Facebook and submit a review on iTunes. Also, we want your feedback, good or bad, or if there's just a topic you want us to cover, you can email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. All right, so we've got uh, some binge-worthy content for you in this episode. We're going to start off with some recent news. Uh, we'll update you on what we've done for our preparedness since the last episode. Then we're going to get into the main topic, and it's... Uh, Apocalyptic shopping spree. So let's uh, move into the news. So I've got an article here, and yes, I know it's from the Toronto Star. We can boo and hiss all we want. It's like, <laughs> hiss, like hiss, last hiss, week, hiss. I know, but they're posting some good stuff. I, I know it's weird, but it's relevant. So uh, it's Maybe titled. Turned right- a corner? I doubt it. Just somebody's writing and they'll be fired soon, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> rising costs have sent Canadians back to the land. Uh, goats, gardens, and great-grandmothers uh, are making a comeback. So talks about uh, the pandemic and wild inflation uh, have sparked a sudden surge of interest in homesteading. Uh, can it make a difference when the land is, uh, or yeah, when the land is out of reach for most? So uh, it's a pretty in-depth article. It goes into a whole bunch of details about uh homesteading and gardens and give some information about where you can uh, maybe find some of that stuff in and around the, the Toronto area. If you, uh, you choose to be there for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it's a neat, uh, neat article to check out. And that eventually complains about the fact that there isn't enough of that in 37 stories of Toronto high rises. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I've got a couple of, uh, quick articles here. One, one of them, I, I kind of debated whether or not to, uh, put it out there, but I did anyways. Um, so basically, 
everybody's well aware of the war that's been going on for what is it? I think it's over six months now. Um, but uh, there's been a lot of shelling that is threatening one of the Ukrainian nuclear plants. Um, so there was an article there by from Reuters about it. Uh, more than anything, I mean, it just could lead to uh, a meltdown or a, a catastrophic nuclear accident that um, could damage crops. Who knows how far the um, the fallout could potentially go in the uh, in the air? So just something interesting to have. Well, you got to uh, keep in the back of your mind, right? Yeah. Uh, the second one, which again should be no shock to anybody, and again more boo hiss at CTV News, but um, that uh, BC Walmart uh, stores are having a problem with a lot of empty shelves, and of course they're blaming supply chain issues and everything else. Um, for at least and, not blaming and, Ian. <laughs> we blame Ian for a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> We could blame Ian if we wanted. Absolutely no problem with that. Yeah. Um, Wait a minute. Who's Ian? Alan in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's Alan and there's not Alan, right? Yes. So it's not Alan. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, just, I mean, it's not just BC. I was in our local Walmart a few nights ago, and I was actually quite surprised at the amount of empty shelves that were there. Um, especially um, in and around the meat department. Um, there was next to nothing left on the shelf in the, for chicken, for any kind of ground beef, sausage, that kind of stuff. It was, uh, it was pretty slim picking. So um, it's, it's not just BC, and I still think it's going to get worse, obviously, before it gets much better. So I... Uh... I mean, I might just to just to play devil's advocate for a second. There, um, had no trouble finding things at a competition, like a competitor store. So maybe a Walmart issue as opposed to an overall supply chain issue. And it could very well be. Point. You're absolutely right. Yep. I hit That's three different WalMarts on the way here from Ontario. Never did I see any problem with any sort of empty shelves at all. Everything was full. The last one we hit was Grand Falls, Windsor, and everything was packed full. There's no problems here in the East Coast that I saw anyways. Here in Georgia, I haven't had any issues at our, our local Walmart. Or Wal well, I don't go to the Walmart market. My wife does. But, yeah, I, I haven't really seen any issues in the local one anyway. Well, maybe it's just a localized thing then. I just got some intel um, from an anonymous source. The uh, apparently at the beginning of the beginning of the the lockdowns and the madness that ensued, um, Walmart was um, was demanding you know eight, ten, twelve months of backstock on specifically non-perishables, which changed all their par levels to ridiculous numbers, and so now they can't keep up. So their reorder points are so uh, are so high, it's triggering a warning in their system, and that's why. Um, they can't get anything in in, uh, in good time. Allegedly, interesting. Allegedly, gotcha. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty detailed information for allegedly. But we'll were you able to confirm this report? I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny the source. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we uh, move into what we've done lately for preps? I didn't do anything. 
I drove to Newfoundland this week. I'm on a family vacay for my brother's wedding. How's that new bridge? I've heard it's good. What's that? How's that new bridge going out there? I heard it was great. (laughs) Well, the bridge was very rocky and it had an engine behind it and it took only about a hundred cars and it was seven hours to get from North Sydney to Port of Basque. Wow. It was good. The, the ferry ride over was fine. Um, we didn't go to PEI. We don't plan on it. Not this trip anyways. But, uh, yeah, that's what I did this week. That's a great drive. That's a great time. I love yep. being out on the East Coast. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I did some uh, some food prep. I uh, did a bit of fuel rotation. Um, in line with my prepping stuff, I attempted to purchase a – all-American pressure canner that showed up on Facebook Marketplace. I made contact with the seller 17 minutes after it was posted. And it was already sold. So um, Crazy. Uh, there, there is another one that's uh, more of a substantial drive away. Um, I had reached out to them before because I thought their price was way too high and they blew me off. And I just noticed today that they've dropped their price again. So... I'm going to reach out to them and see if they're still interested in my original offer and we'll go from there. Um, I'd if like to get one. I've got something that's my way. Just let me know. I can, uh, I can go pick it up on your behalf. Yeah, no, it's down yeah. in Niagara Falls. So unfortunately I'm not that far out of the way. I can be bribed. Yeah. I'll, I mean, my mom lives in Hamilton and that's where I'm going to be With going. Eric's so beer, right? Yeah. 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 I, hear the, I, get, I hear the offer though. Thanks. <laughs> and, uh, just did some, uh, I know, shocking. This some is be a weird uh, one. radio Everybody experimentation with Eric today, trying to uh, do some of uh, his little uh, experiment. It really didn't work, but that uh, that's why you do it. That's why you test your stuff, see what works, what doesn't. So uh, it was interesting, um, but we'll we'll keep plugging away at it. Yep. Come on, say, test your gear and find the limits. That's not something we do around here. 175 episodes, and we're just talking about it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for uh, for myself, I got uh, 22 pounds of red kidney beans uh, into Mylar bags, so that was uh, that was pretty good. Got a good deal at uh, at Costco on those, so uh, added those to the uh, the food storage. Did a little fuel rotation, nothing crazy. Just filled up a couple of Jerry cans from cans that I've used to to run the the play toys around here. Uh, as Jeff mentioned, did the, uh, the near vertical incident skywave test. So we're trying to make contact with Kevin from, uh, another, uh, prepper group on Facebook called spark. Uh, we set things up the way we thought it was supposed to be. It didn't quite work out. The bands, uh, the bands were not in our favor today. We couldn't hear anything for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, but an hour or so in could pick up a couple of stations, um, the parks on the air stations and I made a call out to one. He came back and gave me a, a solid five, nine reply saying he can hear me crystal clear beautifully. Uh, and yeah, he was in California. So we overshot quite a bit, <laughs> but uh, Hey, you know what? Again, that's why you test your gear and uh, aim the gun. Yeah, exactly. We just got to figure out where our setup has gone wrong and uh, hey, that's half the fun. And you know what? There was some beer, so that's good. And Good time had yeah. by all. Exactly. And that's exactly why we test our gear and learn how to use it ahead of time. Cause had this have been a, a shit at the fan type of situation where we're trying to make contact, we wouldn't have done it. So 
we're just testing it out. We learned a lot along the way, and uh, we're going to give it another try. So stay tuned. And we are looking for other other ham operators in the, in the area if you want to join in and help us out. Um, check out the Discord, and we'll get all the, all the information in there for you. And then uh, beyond that, uh, finalized up a little uh, deal with uh, Jace Medical for uh, antibiotics in Canada. So that's all... Uh, it's all signed up, and they sent me these nice little cards to give out. So I don't know if those will show up, but uh, nice. So now uh, we can get uh, Jace Medical in Canada. So if anybody is interested, flip me an email, and I can get that information out to you and a discount code too. So, and apparently they uh, they send uh, invoices or receipts from a Canadian pharmacy. So it should, and I say should because I don't know for sure, should be able to be claimed on benefits. So that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's awesome. <clears throat> pretty pumped about that speaking of benefits my the only thing i did that was prepping related this week was uh exercise my benefits and get myself a couple new pairs of glasses so i can have one in my truck one at my home office and one at my work desk <laughs> and you'll um, still lose them i'll still lose them absolutely <laughs> no i uh i finally pulled the trigger and uh, registered for college this week so i'll be uh nice. i'll be going back to school in a couple of weeks frat awesome. week frat week yeah yep, exactly <laughs> i've i've watched <laughs> <laughs> I've watched uh, Animal House like four times just to get in the mood. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to come to the parties. <laughs> when and where? When and where? Yep. Mm-hmm. Let me know uh, about a month ahead of time. It's going to take me a minute to get there. <laughs> <laughs> start so, start yeah, driving. Drive. I Man. bet you're bringing start, the start whiskey driving. though, right? We'll, we'll schedule around we'll your arrival. <laughs> you bet I am. Yep. <laughs> um. Just and I went camping with our two dogs, Crayon and Sammy. Uh, worked on several like backpacking, uh, easy camping recipes, and tried out um, one of our water filtration systems, uh, as well as other purification methods. Uh, had a wonderful time doing it. Uh, also sucked. Um, got my ham radio technician license since I've last been on. Uh, got a radio put in my truck about three hours ago. Uh, it was a gift from a friend of mine, Mr. Lucas, KK4ZNJ. Uh, he, uh, I'm pretty sure he was more excited about me getting my, my license than I was. Um, first transmission, he was he was like, man, I've been waiting for this a long time. So, had a lot of fun. Here, man. Uh, I'm super excited to, to learn a lot more. Um, I now understand how everybody feels when I talk about guns and cars and everything else. Cause he still talks and I don't understand a damn thing he's saying. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I'm, I'm learning though. I'm learning. I'm going to do a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of, a lot of studying on this. So I'm excited. Ham, Ham radio crash course is an absolutely phenomenal yes. resource. For yeah. I've watched yeah. Uh, a lot of them as well. Um, just, I'm about to start studying for my, my general as well. So, uh, nice. made contact with four countries that I can remember, um, on my little UV five R, um, while we were camping, um, Jessica is just as excited about it as I am. I cut it off. She was like, what are you doing? Turn that thing back on. I was like, All right. So nice. she's going to start working on hers next. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Very nice. Yeah, so my wife and I both got both got our licenses. That was that was a good time. So I'm the odd man out. 
Mm-hmm. There was never a oh. question. And there's no excuse for it. You've had lots of time. Oh, yeah, I have. Probably, probably fix that, Brad. Uh, yeah, yeah. That'll be done. Oh. All right. Well, how about we move into the main topic? So this evening, we've got a, uh, a bit of a scenario for everybody. Uh, I'll read the scenario out. Then we're just going to open it up to the panel, and we'll start talking about what we would do given the scenario and uh, how would it, exactly we would think we would handle it. Uh, it is, of course, open to the live chat as well. So if anybody wants to jump in and give your opinions in the live chat, we will get them up uh, on the screen. We'll talk about them as well. So the, uh, the scenario is you're at a store of your choice. Uh, you hear on the radio uh, or other form of communication that a, a shit at the fan type of situation has just occurred. So you can uh, put in whatever shit at the fan situation you'd like to, uh, to insert there. Uh, but it's just happened and it's going to directly impact you. Uh, you've got 500 bucks cash on you. What do you purchase and why? So I'll open it up to the panel and let's get uh, the discussion going on this one. Well, I, uh, my name's in here first for some reason, um, despite the fact that I wasn't going to be on the show until about two minutes after airtime. Because um, I didn't get that far down the list to delete you. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't have, I, I don't have, uh, don't have prices, but um, here's, here's the plan. My, the store that I'm going to be in is a, is a Myers, uh, probably in Michigan, because that would be close enough to home to be reasonable. Okay. Um, my first plan is, the, the, the first thing I'm going to do is buy about 10 can openers, mostly for barter. The second thing I'm going to buy is two CO detectors because I have to. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. I'm going to spend the rest on whiskey and I'm going to show up at Greg's house. Yes. <laughs> Take your pick. You can have whichever one. That's, that's, that's the entirety of my plan. I'm going to show up with $450 of the whiskey at Greg's place. Yes. <laughs> Make Every last one of us are making it out alive. <laughs> I will. I will fix anything. I will build anything. I'm a decent cook, um, and, and and I and I come bearing booze. That's, yes. uh, that's the entire well, with, plan right there. Come on with in. That I'll bring episode 175 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast to an end. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just going to Greg's. We're all going to Greg's house. <laughs> I, don't know, I think it's a pretty solid plan. I'm just throwing it out. I, I like it. I, I like it. <laughs> Um, I'll go next because I don't know. Uh, if I'm able to get back to my house, chances are I'm just going to be down the street at Walmart. Um, if I can, uh, my mom's in the comments. Hi, mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I can get back to my house, uh, I'm going to grab first thing, probably a power inverter uh, for my truck from automotive because I haven't jumped on that yet. Um, if I can go to sporting goods, <laughs> I'm going to grab as much 12 gauge and 22 as I can. Uh, I'm going to get medical supplies. A lot of the, uh, Nors like instant, uh, rice and the Idaho mashed potatoes, like the instant stuff, just stuff like that because it's high caloric, you know, it's dense. You're, you're it's gonna last a long time it's like a dollar or two so you're not gonna you're not gonna break the bank on that and you can use that that those funds uh in another area as far as like a axe hatchet anything like that medical supplies over-the-counter stuff like you know ibuprofen aspirin tylenol uh 
Tums, stuff like that. Because um, I think Tums definitely gets overlooked. I don't really get heartburn. About a month and a half ago, I got heartburn for like the first time in my life. I'm 31 years old, never had heartburn before. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? And my wife is like, you got heartburn. I was like, no, this is this is worse. This, this can't be heartburn. I took a Tums and I was I went to sleep. It's so regular cold. <laughs> I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> Something wrong here. I don't. Are you sure I'm not dying? I thought I was dying, but yeah. So, uh, Sawyer Minis. Sawyer Minis are at our Walmart are about twenty one dollars and ninety seven cents. Uh, hundred thousand. <laughs> Uh, it's like a hundred thousand gallon filtration uh, limit or something like that. So several of those, you can get the the links that go right into your Sawyer Mini, and you can fill your uh, your uh, Camelback through your quick disconnect uh, for your little mouth spigot and everything. So those are super cool. Just actually learned about that adapter um, over this weekend. Uh, was looking at uh, doing the long trail hike in Vermont, which is 272 miles, and come across that. And I was like, yeah. So, learned something new all weekend. Here's the question. How much did Ian pay you to start talking about Sawyer's? (laughs) None. Uh, I actually, I almost used mine this weekend. I was like, eh. I've only got the two, one in both my my bag and my wife's bag. Uh, I do have a life straw. I know I know y'all love love life straws. Uh, I I really don't mind life straws. I think they're just fine. It's it's uh, really just Ian. I have a couple. Yeah, yeah. I've got one, and I used it while I was in Korea with the army, uh, stuff like that. Um, but the the Sawyer is definitely more versatile. There's a lot more options with the Sawyer. And I'm actually thinking about doing one of the homemade Berkey's just because I'm cheap and I don't feel like spending like $500 on a water filtration system. I'm not going to, I, I can't justify that. I like to see how it goes when you get it built. I'm kind of curious. I've heard about the home built ones. I've just never attempted it. Yeah. I've, I've watched a lot of videos, but never done anything yet. I ordered my Berkey from Eric at rapid survival. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I like it. It's awesome. But yeah, I did a bunch of research on online and YouTube whatnot as to the homemade ones. And I'm like, eh, you know, I'm going to buy one and then I'm going to try to copy what I've seen online. And hopefully yeah. I, like I bought two extra filters for from Eric as well. And I'm going to try to make one that only takes one filter and put it into my camp trailer. So at least I have fresh water all the time. And and make it the same way that they nest inside one another and put it all in the cupboard, yeah. put it away, and that's it. And but I, I'd still like to see what you come up with, Greg. Yeah, I, I found a guy who who made his, and he he just used like two five gallon buckets, and it, it seemed really really easy to do. But I mean, I'll definitely give give it a shot. I love building things. I mean, nice. I built half of those behind me, so. <laughs> so two uh two five gallon buckets is going to be on your uh, 500 dollars shopping list yeah yeah just to get us back on track yep <laughs> sorry oh that's okay we can go off on tangents all we want that's fine i got all night but uh, uh so, so I'll, uh, I'll jump in next um so 
you have to look at the scenario as well. Just, um, you know, depending what it is, um, remember that or, or know that your vehicle may or may not operate. If it's an EMP or if it's something else, um, your vehicle may not, your vehicle may not run. So you can only carry or you only need, you can only buy what you can carry. Um, for food stuff, um, I'd be going after obviously anything non-perishable. Um, you know, I would hope that uh, everybody would be stocked up on stuff already. So this would be just to add to the the list. Um, bottled water, the obvious, the can opener. Um, <laughs> uh, meat, if, uh, if there's something there, only buy enough that, that's going to last a day or two. If there's no power, there's no cooling, you're not going to have a fridge. There's no sense in buying all kinds of meat that's just going to go bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I did also put down on my list, depending on what store you may be at, uh, ammo. Um, <laughs> I've got uh, comfort items, so things like toilet paper, Kleenex, toiletries, matches, that kind of thing. Um, if your vehicle operates and there's power, top up your fuel. You never know when it's yeah, good point. It may, you may not have the power, mm-hmm. or the gas stations may run out. Um, if you're on the flip side and your vehicle's not going to operate, and you know you're going to have to walk. Grab yourself another pair of shoes or a good pair of hiking boots. Um, you know, if, if, if you're going to walk, then um, you, you're going to need decent uh, decent footwear. Yep, that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Pierre has a wonderful question. <laughs> oh, did I miss it? Where is it? <laughs> oh, Pierre okay, says, okay, since okay, uh, shit hit the fan oh. and world is ending, are hookers and blow out of the option list purchase absolutely not not. no absolutely (laughs) not no no (laughs) you buy whatever your heart tells you to buy you don't let anybody stop you especially (laughs) if you're coming to greg's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) bring whiskey whiskey. i'll be on the roof (laughs) the one on the end (laughs) oh jeez (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. If, if if my wife and Greg's wife are listening, that's entirely a joke. My wife literally uh, just texted me too, <laughs> <laughs> right before we started talking about this. Uh, <laughs> hi, honey. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I had uh, five hundred dollars was all I had in my pocket. Um, medical supplies, cough meds, mm-hmm. aspirin, Tylenol, band aids, that kind of stuff. Um, for, uh, for those of us who are married, feminine products, and hopefully your wife, hopefully you know what your wife uses. Stock Good up point. on some of that. Happy wife, happy life, right? If she's happy, <laughs> I'm happy. Everything's, <laughs> what? Um, You'd think. Yeah, you would think, yeah, for <laughs> sure, right? Um, rice, flour, uh, I, I do like what Jeff said there. They uh, only the meat that you need for the next two or three days, depending on the situation. If you have no power, and coffee, sugar, honey, pasta, basically the, the main stuff. I asked the whole house. We we rented this whole house in Newfoundland, and my entire family is in it. And I asked just about everybody here, what would you do 
if shit hit the fan, you have $500, doesn't matter what store you're in, you had 500 bucks cash, what do you buy it? Um, sunscreen, propane tank, uh, insect repellent, it's not on the, my list, but that too. Um, socks and underwear, everybody loves socks and underwear when they're fresh, if you can't get fresh laundry, mm -hmm. just a morale booster, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, soap and toothpaste. Crank radio yeah, for rapid survival, mm -hmm. but they ain't going to get here in time. <laughs> you have little faith <laughs> in my abilities. <laughs> um, and then, and whatever you need to cook with butter, eggs, yeast, eggs, uh, sorry, butter, eggs, yeast, um, Gatorade powder. Everybody loves it to, to, and you can use it to barter with. Um, and then anything else you can, you can think of to prop up your, uh, your preps. I got to jump in here with the bartering because that's a really important point. It is um, to build on to build on Pierre's suggestion. Focus and blow. We could also charge admission <laughs> with uh, <laughs> charge admission for that with some barter oh. items. Yep. This whole thing is a guys. hard left turn. You guys <laughs> oh, jeez. It's oh. it's a valid point. It, it's an interesting way to get there. But, but we, hey, never everybody never come to Greg's house. Yeah. We got something for everybody. This is like <laughs> Disneyland over here. Okay, <laughs> this is Disneyland for preppers. We got yeah, something. Come on, for down everybody. To Greg, come on down to Greg's general store. No cash. <laughs> we just barter everything. There's an entrance fee, however. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man! I need to go <laughs> down and get a business license after this. <laughs> Why? Shit hit the fan. Yeah, shit, you know what? yeah, you're right. Hell with it. <laughs> the rule of law no longer applies. <clears throat> oh man! So I've got on my list here. Uh, I'm just going to say that I'm at the general grocery store here in town when this all happens. Uh, you know, toilet paper right off the hop. We all saw that saved the world for COVID, right? So. That's going in the in the shopping cart for sure. Um, no, I've I've got like most people have said here already on the panel. Most of the staples already stored or packed away somewhere, so I'm not overly worried about that. But I'm of course going to try and top it off a little bit here and there, uh, keeping in mind that if I know things are going south, chances are everybody else is hurt as well. So I want to get grab things and get out quick. Um, I'm going to go for some extra comfort food type of things because that's not something that I really store away now. Uh, you know, some snacks, uh, you know, chips, maybe some, uh, some chocolate bars or something to kind of help boost morale on top of the food I've already got at home. Um, some more snacks. Um, if I come across matches, candles, lighters, that kind of stuff as I'm going, yeah, I'm going to grab it. Of course. Why not? A little bit more is not going to hurt things. Um, I think everybody's kind of already covered off the meds on the shelf. So uh, yeah, if there's something good in there that I see along the way, uh, I'll go for it. Uh, canned food again, same thing. Um, if it's uh, you know I've got a good stock already, but if I'm right there and I can throw it in the cart and it fits within my $500 budget, done. And yeah, of course, can openers. Like if I'm gonna get canned food, <laughs> need can openers. It's important. Got to have at least 15 or 20 in the trunk, right? Absolutely, 27. I thought the magic number was like 27. Yeah. Yeah, that's five for bartering. Yeah, twenty two yep. for twenty two for use because one is none and twenty two is enough. Absolutely, <laughs> is it though? <laughs> is it? So, I want to touch on the can opener thing real quick because yep. this is going to make everybody super happy. Mm -hmm. So, as I mentioned earlier, me and my wife went camping, and uh, 
for cer- certain recipes, uh, she ordered something uh, from Walmart Market that she picked up after she got off from work, and we headed out. Well, she ordered the one with the pull tab. She got home. We started packing everything up. Doesn't have the pull tab. I was like, I got this. I pulled out my key ring. I'm like, three months ago, I got a little surplus army can opener. And I wrapped it in tape so it wouldn't like flop around, stab me in the leg, stuff like that. And for the first time, she used one of those little army can openers. And she thought it was (laughs) phenomenal. So now I got to put one on hers, which I thought I did, but apparently I failed and I completely forgot. I guess that was a dream, <laughs> but it wasn't there. So we used mine. Oh man. So can opener to say, to save the day. Nice. Very nice. Happy to hear that. <laughs> I just thought about a couple other things probably look for as well when you're uh, scourging through the store. Uh, I know we've already touched on gas to top up the vehicles if possible. Uh, maybe grab some jugs of oil, like the type of oil that your vehicle takes. If you don't already have some at the house, you might want that. Uh, depending on the weather as well, uh, if uh, if we're into the fun snow and all that garbage that's slowly creeping up on us, washer fluid. You know, at least then you can kind of still get around. If, uh, cause if you run out of that stuff, it kind of gets difficult to, to drive around in the slush and slop, right? So if you don't have some of that packed away, maybe grab some of that as well. It's uh, all about thinking of the little things that you, you know, you just grab here and there as you go. So like I said, most of us already have enough packed away that we can, we can live fairly comfortably for a significant period of time, but it's those little things that, uh, that you don't think about that all of a sudden you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Normally I would just run out and grab that. Mm, now I can't. Right. Uh, and Scott in the live chat had a good point. Uh, it says I'm buying lots of dog kibble. Uh, it'd be overlooked by the masses, stores easily, and has lots of calories. Not overlooked it anymore. Awesome, too. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make me want to puke at all. Yeah, no, not at Never. all. Never. No, but, but it's a great burger item. It is. Somebody's got yes, a couple of good watchdogs or uh, or sled dogs, and they're running mm-hmm. out. Hey, I'll I'll trade you, you know, six bags for four dozen eggs, kind of thing. Keep myself going. Yeah. Keep you going too. So another thing I think I would add, um, just thought about this, is I don't I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this on here, but uh, stump remover and sugar. So if you run a sixty forty ratio of stump remover and sugar, and you heat it up, it's going to turn into like this like peanut butter consistency, and you can stuff a piece of yarn in it or something, and put it in tin foil. And if you light that and toss it, it actually will burn and you can use it for a smoke signal or smoke grenade, whatever. So it burns and produces a lot of smoke. Uh, If you throw it in a house, it's going to burn the house down. It burns extremely hot. So it's a terrible idea to throw it in the house. Yeah, don't throw it in the house. Uh, (laughs) So for specific legal reasons, do not try this at home. Yeah, don't try this at home. I found a video on YouTube. In your home. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, if there's a guy you don't like, I mean, that's on you. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. I'm not trying to get sued. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah, and there's there's text me guys' address later, Greg. Yeah. (laughs) You'll be in the the life that there, Chris. uh, Chris mentioned. I don't. 
agree a hundred percent. He said he wouldn't buy anything that's one time use only like food. I don't know why not, yep. but um, none of us said, Hey, seeds, seeds to yep. continue to grow, grow food. You have um, yep. ammo. We mentioned water filters, that kind of thing, but um, we kind of really didn't mention seeds. And yeah, if you're going to be in a, a shit hit the fan scenario for a while, having uh, seeds yep. is, is a excellent idea. That's oh, a great idea. I think I think he's probably trying to come to the point of why purchase food and such because we've already got that stored away. Why add to it when you can yeah. use your money more efficiently and purchase things that are going to generate more further food down the road? Uh, it makes if sense. I, I still want, I still buy, want to top up a little bit, but if I wasn't going to buy four hundred dollars worth of whiskey to show up at Greg's house, I would also add tarps, rope, and tent stakes because. Yeah. You can do a lot. You can do a lot of things. Whether you're traveling, whether you're at home, whether you are helping somebody out, um, a bunch of tarps, a bunch of like braided or twisted uh, poly rope, and uh, and some ten stakes can do uh, can do a world of good. Yeah, and also yeah. to on top of that, you can add uh, fishing or not fishing line, but like trot line stuff, uh, also known as bank line. Uh, it's usually either twisted or braided. Uh, I like the twisted stuff because you can literally untwist it and have several more, you know, strands. Uh, I, every time I go to Harbor Freight or something like that, I grab a tarp off the shelf. It's like three bucks. So, you know, it's just one of those things you throw in the corner. You never know when you're going to need one. So you'll need it about the time you throw it out. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Pierre's got a good point in the live chat here. Uh, mentions before this scenario, uh, every time you go to Walmart, buy the five pack of big lighters. And after about six months, you'll have a bunch for extras. It's a great point. No, always add a couple little extra things here and there to, uh, to your shopping trip. And then well, come this scenario, you might not even really have to grab anything else. That's when you can buy $400 worth of whiskey. Cause you've got everything else exactly. handled. Yep. <laughs> no, and that's, I think that's, that's a, that's, you know, this is a, this is a last ditch effort, but if, uh, yeah. If you if you if you've been listening to you know any more than just this episode of our show, we always talk about adding things slowly and over time, and it's a it's a long term, uh, it's a long term process to become prepared for the average emergency slash the end of the world. So, um, yeah, absolutely buying buying you know a couple of things here and there make just makes good sense so that yeah. you're not uh, you're not trying to deal with this all at once. All right, so let's. Uh Let's add a little bit to the scenario here, just to uh, to flip the table. The five hundred bucks cash stays in your pocket, but the uh, the shit at the fan scenario still exists. Do you just start grabbing stuff and take off? I'm breaking the glass and sporting goods at Walmart, and I'm grabbing that Beretta semi-automatic shotgun I've been looking at for a month and a half. It's twelve hundred and thirty-seven dollars, um, and I'm throwing my wife whatever that is right above that. It yeah. scares me how quickly you came back with that answer. I've really been looking at that gun for a long time. But I'm like, I'm, if I spend twelve hundred dollars if I if I spend twelve hundred dollars on a gun, I'm gonna kick my ass and my wife is gonna kick my ass when I get home. So uh, I could just there's no rules question, the question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if there's no rules, I'm taking the keys to the store. I'm kicking yeah. everybody out, and then I'm gonna start piling all the shopping carts in the in the vestibules. You're yeah, actually, you know what? I'm if, just gonna I'm just gonna hunker down in there and then start zip tying them all together. Do that at Myers. Interesting. What is Myers? I, 
Yeah, I'm, Myers I'm, is I'm, like is like Walmart and Loblaws with guns all in one store. I have another liquor. question on top of that. What what's Loblaws? So Loblaws is like is like a really really big chain of grocery stores, at least in eastern Ontario or eastern Canada. I don't know about the western part of the country, but um, started by a guy named Bob. His name was Bob Loblaw, and uh, I don't know how true that is, but it's something that's been going around in my family for at least a generation. <laughs> it's on um, the internet. It's got to be true. Exactly. No, it's uh, it's 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 just it's a big chain of grocery stores. They're they're really well stocked. Some of them have clothing and and like home goods. Uh, some of them sell alcohol now. It, it, Ontario is a pitiful place for that, but um, mm-hmm. but it's a really really big grocery store. Is is the short answer there? It's kind of a long answer denoted as a short answer. Yeah, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All the all the Loblaws and the Independents, the Provigo, the Metro. All of those are owned by a parent company called National Grocers. They all get their stuff from the same place. Yeah. President's Choice is all included in that. Independent. Yeah. No frills. Yeah. They're all. Uh... No frills. Yeah. No frills. <laughs> so these are all these are all grocery store chains in uh, in at least again in, at least in Ontario, uh, Eastern Canada. Don't know about the West, but um, yeah, they're. Uh, yeah. Anyways, and uh, to to Donna's point in the in the in the in the live chat here. Um, we're Canadian. If you don't spend any time in the US, you have no idea what a Myers is. Um, true. It's I, I happen to know. I just <laughs> <laughs> I, I happen to know because I'm 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 in kind of a border town. I'm not far I'm not far from uh, uh, not far from the border, so it's pretty normal for me to for me to jump over. But if you know if you don't live, you know, kind of within an hour of the border, it's really, really common for Canadians to never set foot in, in the US. At least at least you know, outside of like the major centers where you fly in, fly out. Yeah. I've been to the U.S. three times. I've been to the I've U.S. four times this month. Once. Okay, well then, that's good. What what uh, ba- okay. what base did you fly into? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't fly into Canada. Um, I went back home to visit my dad, uh, and we just drove across the border. This was back before you needed a passport. I want to say it was like my sophomore, junior year of high school. So, and we went to San Air Drag Strip. So, very nice. Yeah. Good times. So, I want to say that was in, uh, I want to say San Air is in Quebec. I'm not 100% sure. It's either it was Quebec a long Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which are and, you know um, fundamentally the same thing. Nope. Somebody just highlighted it, but I was just going to say Pierre's got a good point there. Basically, um, he says grab anything you can carry and get out of there and avoid a fight. It's not worth a few extra bags of rice for a huge fight and getting injured. Yep. Yeah, that's a great point. You kind of have to know the um, the atmosphere or how the crowd is reacting around you, right? So if you're in that store and everybody else has heard that, uh, you know, this big shit at the fan situation has emerged, if that whole group mentality panic starts to kick in, it's time to get out. It's like, like Pierre said, it's not worth the extra bag of beans or, or bag of rice. You should already kind of have your, your stuff ready to go. Uh, this is just to kind of help supplement and yeah, read the crowd. If it's, if it's getting, uh, if it's getting all amped up and people are getting funny, time to amscray. Yeah, if it's if it's getting honestly, if it's getting that bad, and there's one thing that I can I can grab, uh, 
at my local Walmart, like I said, I would be at Walmart, uh, in sporting goods, there's a pair of uh, hunting night vision binoculars. I'm going to casually walk back there, grab the night vision binoculars, and if if I have to organize a team here locally and and run a raid, I mean, that's that's what I would do. But if nothing else, night vision binoculars, I'm on my own roof watching out. So I somehow I thought I you were going to say you were going to grab the night vision binoculars, find the main circuit breaker for the building. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And no one else can see anything. You're just going to grab everything that way. Why not? You know what? That That's a better plan than mine. I retract <laughs> my previous statement. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Something, I think uh, yours is a little more realistic, but I love my mom's uh, comment in the bottom. It says you just you start taking people out with what you're carrying on your person. I mean, I don't know how much ammo I have on my person, but if it comes down to that, then that that is always an option for for some of us. Uh, some uh, people don't don't EDC. Don't, we don't have that. Option. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's literally an option. For one of us. <laughs> One of Sorry, us. guys. <laughs> One of us who's about to yep. get uh, kicked off the program. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah fun, sorry, guys. Who, who, sorry, who's, who's Greg? Yeah. Uh, guys going. No idea. Never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, think, I think he's in the same group as that Ian guy. Yeah. <laughs> so something um, even I think kind of everybody here is forgetting every store has a back door. You guys were all talking about most grabbing all your stuff them. and headed to the front door. And Eric, you had said, you know, read the crowd. Yep. Okay. I'm going to grab my cart, fill it with what I need, and I'm going to head to the back door. You're usually While about, everybody uh, is running to the more than front about 30, door. 30 steps from an, from an exit door. Yeah. That's a really good but point. Yeah. As, as all the security and all the cops and everything are running to the front door, my wife and I have a basket of stuff going out the back door, around the side door. Like you said, Al, there's 30 to 50 feet between a, a security door, a fire door. Hop yeah, out there. Yeah. So the two one, of you can, two people can lift one full basket, like one full shopping cart out, turn around and grab your other one. One person stays there. The other person goes and gets the car. Hightail it the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one thing uh, to add on to that is whenever me and my wife go to the main Walmart here, uh, we park in the back towards automotive and we go in that way because you know, it's a lot less crowded. Um, and we usually check out back there and everything too. I'm like, I'm not getting a car battery, but here's some baloney. Uh, <laughs> but one thing to remember on that also is that, uh, Places like that also have automatic locks on those doors. Um, so they lock behind you as soon as you come in. Um, so know where to look for that button that's going to release that or be able to, you know, get it open other ways like that. So that's something to think about. I know where the button's at. Yeah. <laughs> in your worst case scenario, fire, fire alarms always unlock emergency exits. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Mm -hmm. Pull the handle, out you go. 
I, yeah, I it's do a viable, agree it's a viable with, option. Uh, yeah, I didn't I think about the fire alarm. The, uh, inspired if there wasn't confusion before, there will be when you pull the fire alarm. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Strobe, sirens, mass confusion. Yeah, why not, right? So what I'm hearing from that is get the glow sticks and the EDM music. Yes. Sure. <laughs> I've just added seven disco balls to my press. <laughs> Find the night vision. Pull the pull nope. the fire alarm. Pull the main breaker. Throw some light sticks in there and watch the pandemonium. <laughs> and don't forget the can openers. <laughs> right. And again, for specific legal reasons, this is this is all theoretical and an absolute injustice. Nobody should. We're going to turn on the news next week, and it's going to be all. horrible. <laughs> ever don't ever do this. Yeah, no, it's a terrible idea. This is all hypotheticals. It's a lot of fun to think about, though. It's, it's yeah. Hard gaming. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Brad, you're saying about uh, inspired vet there. Yeah, I, I liked his uh, his comment there. I totally understand it. There, never separate your more vulnerable wolves hunting packs. Absolutely, but mm -hmm. if you can get away with it, like my local Walmart where I'm from, um, there is a bit of uh, a tree cover and a little bit of a, a hill at the back door. I think I think that's the one I'm thinking of. That uh, you could probably do that. I could probably get away with it, and and if not, then. The two of us would help one push one cart and go back for the other one. If the first one is gone when I get there, okay, I still have another cart. I can still get back onto the pavement and get around to my car and leave. So, why not? Yep. Uh, so, King uh, King Mayhem in the chat uh, kind of backs up the whole thought we had before of just getting out of Dodge and says, uh, the best bet would be to stay away from populated areas. That will give you the most trouble. Uh, do what you can with what you have and go from there. It's a valid way of looking at this. Nobody says you have to take that 500 bucks in your pocket and start spending it. Like yeah. you said, read, read the crowd. If, you, uh, if it's going to be a volatile situation, get out of Dodge. It's time to go. This, this scenario could also apply if you're in a, like a tractor supply or a, it's in Canada now, it's PV Mart in a small yep. town. Mm -hmm. So you don't That's necessarily true. have to be in a, in a Walmart in a big city. No, not at all. One of the uh, local stores to me, uh, it's a general store, has an LCBO in it. They've got a little hardware section. Not too far down the road, there's another little town with, again, another little store and a hardware section. I could pick, I, I could have to travel a little bit, but I could pick up quite a few things by hitting maybe three or four little towns and then go home while everybody's rushing to the big city to fill up their carts and their gas cans and everything, and I'm sitting pretty. If I were if I were at home when this happened, there's two towns away from me. There's a place that's a, it's a hardware store, like a building, like a building center, so they've got all the, all the lumber and all the goods. Um, it also has an automotive section. It has hunting and sporting goods. It has an LCBO. It has, it's a LCBO outlet. It's a beer store outlet, so it's, um, it's kind of a one-stop shop for just about everything except perishable food. Um, and then they've got a hot dog cart out front, so I could just hook my truck up to it, fill everything up, and take off. If I'm at home when, if I'm at home when this happens and I have a way to uh, communicate with other people I know, um, King Mayhem there in the comments, I'm going to give him a call. He'll be to my house in 20 minutes, and we're going to go to the, to a general store uh right up the road from me and right 
in that same building is a liquor store as well. Um, at this general store, uh, they've got livestock, they've got guns, ammo, it's a hardware store, um, a little like uh, local food store, and separated by one sheetrock wall, there is uh, an entire liquor store. So that's literally everything God you bless need. America. <laughs> <laughs> Again, welcome to Georgia, Alan. y'all. <laughs> I agree with Alan. I'm headed to Greg's house. <laughs> so, so what I have learned from this discussion so far is a, I'm meeting Alan. We're grabbing that hot dog stand. We're spending yes. four hundred and fifty dollars on whiskey. <laughs> we're going to Greg's house, where we're going to get some uh, glow sticks, some night vision. I have plenty. Hang out in the roof. <laughs> And just watch the world burn. <laughs> I can't I think of a better way to spend the apocalypse. <laughs> yep. I, I literally I, have a drawer right next to me filled with, with cam lights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, have a, I, I have a supply of blue and red ones. Like we can we can go multicolor on this. Too. I got green and white, so we're good. <laughs> Perfect. We got ourselves a rave right now. Yeah, we're just gonna stop along the way. And get some can openers, and we're good. I, I like this. Get a, this get is a big portable speaker, yeah. and mm-hmm. somebody starts. Guys, I think this confusion. is the most ridiculous episode we've ever done. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's the most ridiculous, but it's getting up there. But I, I like this plan. This is a totally hey, realistic if- plan that's going to work out very favorably and for all of us. I think. Oh man! Uh, and hey, listen, really go wrong. if you hear a shotgun rack and all of a sudden you hear "Welcome to the Jungle," it's <laughs> it's about to get wild. <laughs> ultimately, if we're if we are all going to Greg's house, the amount of money we could pool together to buy whiskey is is a pretty good amount. Oh my oh. God! This keeps keeps I getting just, better. I just, I just realized that if we're all yeah. going, it's yeah. a lot. Of all whiskey. of a sudden, we've got like twenty five hundred dollars in whiskey showing up at the yeah. place. And like in goes. one box of twelve gauge rounds, I'm like, all right, <laughs> come on in, guys. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll just go get some goats uh, and some <laughs> more ammo and guns, and everything will be fine. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that general uh, store I was telling y'all about has a pet and zoo too. <laughs> wow, oh, here you we go. Your backyard has a pet and zoo now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah, this uh, this did just officially get the uh, the most ridiculous episode award. I think now that we have I love it. in Greg's backyard, it's fantastic. I love it absolutely. Yeah. Greg, you <laughs> must send an address. Yep. <laughs> I'll put it in the group chat. <laughs> I'll mail you a patch. Yep. But yeah, and just to get us kind of back on topic, um, I do like the idea of going to Greg's house and spending the four hundred and fifty bucks on whiskey. It's totally going to be one of the plans, uh, but. You know, like we like we've been saying, ultimately in a in a scenario like this, if you're in a store and all of a sudden the world's coming to an end, safety's paramount, right? Read the crowd, know what's going on, grab what you can if you can. Uh, whether you're paying for it or not is completely up to your uh, your ethical uh, mind and what you think uh, falls into place at the time and what you're dealing with. Um, and then uh, you know you should already have a fair amount already back at uh, your various locations ready to go for a for a situation like this that's going to uh, to cause some issues so i think it's fair to say that this is just kind of a a last second stock up 
to make sure that you've got a few extra things, uh, maybe a couple of things that you don't always stock up on that you would like to have just in case, and just get out of Dodge and get ready to wa- ride out the wave and whatever's coming your way. Just remember, head to Greg's house. That's Good right. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, in all seriousness, actually, I mean, we, we've laughed and we've had fun on this episode, and I, I love every minute of it because a lot of times people, you know, they, they do – panic and they they force themselves into just like being miserable and when it comes to preparing don't be miserable don't stress so much listen don't stress you're never going to make it out alive anyway no matter what at the end (laughs) i mean (laughs) um just learn as much as you can while you can um and just follow your gut read body language i mean watch people around you but never, never panic. That's Just try to try to keep a, a clear and level head and, and make your calls judged on, you know, what you see around you. If everybody else is panicking and you're the only one that's got a level head, get the hell out of wherever you're at because somebody who's scared is always a threat. Um, absolutely unpredictable. Nope. Yeah, you you never know what people are going to do when they're panicking. So nope. if you, you panic, can keep a level head, mistakes are made. exactly. So keep a level head. You know, make a judgment call. If you've got stuff at home, just go home. You know, yep. if it's a a hurricane coming through your area, get somewhere safe. You know, grab what you can. Uh, I will always tell everybody. You know. Food and water is always a given, but always grab at least one firearm because people who don't have anything, they panic and they want to loot and everything else, you know, just have a way to protect yourself at all times, whether it be firearm, knife, you know, traffic cone, whatever, (laughs) you know, so people are terrified of traffic cones. (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that, I think we've covered everything off. So, anybody have anything else they want to add? No, pretty good. We're good. I think think we've covered it all very, very well. I think we have with some humor, which is important. So, let's move into the podcast challenge. So, your challenge for this episode is go spend five hundred bucks, preferably at Rapid Survival. (laughs) No, (laughs) it also is low. <laughs> in all seriousness, the <laughs> podcast challenge for this uh, for this week is just kind of put this in the back of your mind when you're out shopping. Look at the store you're at, and just kind of look around and plot out if this happens, where would I go? What would I do if this happens? Where would I go? What would I do? And just kind of familiarize yourself with your local uh, your local surroundings and where you generally hang out, uh, just to be prepared in case this kind of thing does happen. And if you do find yourself like, hey, I really need to spend $500 on things right now to help me survive, maybe start doing that slowly. Instead of $500, spend it $10 at a time or $50 at a time as your budget allows so that you don't have to go out and spend $500 that you may or may not have in the moment. Great point. All right. uh, Upcoming events. What do we got going on, Jeff? Uh, So um, there is a Great Lakes prepper meet. Uh, the 17th of September in Imlay City, Michigan. Uh, I've put a link to the, uh, the website in the 
the show notes there, greatlakepreppers.com. Um, yeah, it looks like it, uh, looks like it's a decent thing. Obviously I've never been there and considering that the, uh, government of Canada wants me to put something on my phone to come back to my own country. I won't be going, but, um, it looks like it would be a good thing for anybody in the uh, Michigan area. And that is the 17th of September. Awesome. Uh, we've got another thing uh, coming up. Yes, it's a ham radio nerd thing. We are going to retry this uh, NVIS test. So any other ham operators that want to uh, jump in and be part of this, uh, we could use a few more to kind of help figure out where the propagation is, who's here and who, uh, how we're getting out, etc. So uh, if you're interested in partaking, uh, the date is to be announced. It's kind of a free-floating thing, so we can kind of agree amongst the group of people that get together to do this, what uh, what date and time works for everybody. Uh, so just hop on the Discord, and under the uh, ham radio section, we'll be talking about the next time. But uh, we do certainly want to uh, Is that an, this a uh, an HF? It is HF, HF yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. good point. You you will need a, an HF rig to do this. Um, so, like, your handhelds, your biofangs, those sorts of things cannot do this. Um, you'll need an HF rig of some sort. Um, we'll most likely be operating on 40 and 20 meters, so you'll need an antenna that's able to do that. But uh, just hop on over to the Discord chat in the ham radio section uh, for some more details, and hopefully we can get this tested out and get it working. And I'll uh, put a link in the live chat here momentarily for, uh, for the Discord if anybody has not joined yet. And uh, Jeff, you got a weather blurb. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, the warm weather, hot weather is back for uh, southern central Ontario. Uh, the next couple of days, there they have uh, Environment Canada has already put out an alert for severe thunderstorm with tornado risks for tomorrow. They put that out yesterday, which is highly unusual for Environment Canada. They're usually pretty slow on the uptake, so that's got me a little bit concerned. Um, basically, it's the, the bullseye is anywhere um, kind of southwest central Ontario, uh, out into central Michigan, um, kind of around the Sarnia area and, and across the border there. So that will probably be sometime afternoon, uh, late evening tomorrow. So uh, again, as we always say, just keep your eye on the sky. Don't be scared. Be prepared. Um there's not really much going on on the, the hurricane front for all of our Southern American friends. They keep saying it's coming. Um, it hasn't arrived yet, uh, but they're still insisting it's going to be a, a very active season. We'll have to see what happens. Um, if they don't get anything in the next couple of days, it will be the uh, first time since, I believe, 1977 or 78 that there has not been a... Uh, a named, hur named Atlantic hurricane in the month of August. So, um, yep. And now, and now the Atlantic Ocean is going, challenge accepted. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Oh, geez. Yeah, you, just, you just had to put that out there, eh, Jeff? Well, you know, things were kind of pretty quiet, so I thought I would. Oh, no. What have you done? And then oh. he used the Q word. Did he just word? use the Q word? He just dropped oh. the Q bomb. Jeff. 
thought we had yeah, a discussion I'm, about this already. Yeah, I'm going to Walmart with my five hundred dollars. Yeah, now I don't give you know what. <laughs> Doesn't bother me anymore. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, says the retired guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, don't have any deal of the week this week? So, uh, oh well, nothing. Uh, nothing to go out and spend your money on except five hundred bucks at the store. Because apparently Jeff dropped the cue bomb and shit's going to hit the fan. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't going to until that happened. So. No, and now that that's happened, yeah. Yeah, get your 500 bucks ready because here we go. You couldn't have waited till I got home. No, that, that's nope. way less entertaining that way, Brad. And all my guys are on leave right now. Of course they are. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody have any shout outs? I got a couple, actually. I just want to give a shout out to uh, my wife and my mom. You know, I've got some really good friends showing up here in the comments. You know, they actually support me and and listen to what I got to say. So I just want to say thank y'all. Love y'all. You know, just keep doing what y'all are doing and working on being safe, being ready for whatever. And, you know, I'm super proud of y'all. Nice. Anyone else? I think that's the nicest shout out anybody has ever given anybody on the show. <laughs> I think so. 175 episodes I, in and look at that. I don't I don't specifically have a shout out, but I'll respond to inspired vet on the uh, chat there. Um, if you want to be part of, we don't even call it a club. You want to be part of this panel? Come on in. We're always looking for people who uh, like-minded people like us who want to uh, want to come yep. out and share their experiences, their thoughts whatever, reach out to uh, to one of us, and uh, we'll be more than happy to have you in. Yep, you can either grab us on the Discord, flip an email to feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. And yeah, anybody's welcome to come join the panel anytime you want. We uh, just want you to come and talk about whatever you want, and yeah. That's how the panel slowly grew. So, And now we got Greg. Mm. <laughs> I'm here to stay, y'all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I like last that, American huh? that said that disappeared pretty quick too. So, yep. oh man, that <laughs> guy too sucks. <laughs> stuck around for a while. He stuck around for a while, and then uh, was it a while? Disappeared yeah, for right. a bit. Yeah, yeah, he was around for yeah. Yeah, I want some of these two dollar Harbor Freight tarps, man. We just get absolutely hosed in Canada. Eh? We do. Yep. We absolutely. Yeah. So I actually have a lot of those dollar uh, ninety nine tarps. Uh, I usually get like I want to say they're like three ninety nine. They're they're like woodland camo and they're they're nothing special or anything like that but i literally actually used uh my wife's that i keep in her bag uh this weekend for the dogs to lay on because in georgia like everything is sand for some reason uh my dogs were miserable during this camp (laughs) these poor guys (laughs) but yeah we just pulled it out of the out of the car and and uh laid it on the ground for them to to lay on so yeah, but never know when they're going to come in handy. You got for it. two bucks, right? You, you can mm-hmm. use it once and throw it away. Who cares? Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. I think the the least I've ever spent on a tarp was about five ninety nine, and it was in, it was pretty it was pretty trash. If you take that dollar ninety nine American, convert it to Canadian, five ninety nine sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, and then throw the taxes and shipping on yeah, it. Yeah. The taxes and all that. Yep, yep. So, yeah. It's not far off, I suppose. Conversion fees. Yep. <laughs> all right as far as email and itunes reviews go the inbox is dry so is what Jerks. it is got nothing, nothing to read out here uh, for this episode 
So with that, I will bring episode number 175 of the Canadian Prepper podcast to an end. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or of course your favorite podcast app. We may also potentially be broadcasting from Greg's place uh, next week with our $450 <laughs> worth of whiskey. So please do help uh, help us out. Take a second and submit a review. It does help other people find us. And we do record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube, for better or for worse. If you want an early peek at the show, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast, and click that notifications tab. That'll give you an alert when we're going live. If you want to reach me, you can get me directly at Alan, that's with one L, at prepperpodcast.ca. And if you want to reach me, uh, you can just send a, uh, an email to feedback at prepperpodcast.ca, and the carrier pigeon will eventually get it to me. Yeah, as soon as we figure out the NVIS stuff. Uh, or until Eric Brad. starts running low on beer and then goes down to gyps. Yeah, this is true, yeah. I can be reached <laughs> at fatbradcpp uh, at gmail.com. Uh, I can be reached at crossrifleranch at gmail.com. Anything, uh, please check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. You can uh, get me there on the live chat, or you can email me at uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. <laughs> so thanks for joining us this evening. Until next time, be prepared, stay safe. And keep learning.